Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Hey, everybody. What's up? Happy Thursday. Welcome back to another episode of Everything Kratom, the podcast about anything and everything. Kratom. Good to have you with us today. Leading off from yesterday, uh, taking a leap into the remaining few states on our list of states that have regulation of Kratom. Uh, I'm not talking about bans or restrictions, uh, just regulations. So, I almost thought that I had to add Oregon to that list. Oregon, Oregon, I say Oregon, but, well, whatever. I almost thought I had to add Oregon to that list, but it turns out I don't. We'll get into that in a little bit. So first, let's look at Georgia. We've already talked about Utah, we've talked about Arizona. In Georgia, the governor signed their own Kratom Consumer Protection Act into law in, what do you know, 2019. Same as the other two. But it all started in 2017. Because in 2017, there was a medical examiner in Georgia who was examining some cases, and they stated that 11 people who had died had died with Kratom in their systems. And that you know, they died from Kratom. The medical examiner did not mention that nine of those 11 had other substances in their systems, and none had Kratom overdose listed as the official cause of death. But nevertheless, this report played a pretty big role in having Kratom included in a bill in 2017 in Georgia. And the bill proposed to ban several drugs, or what they called designer drugs, uh, Kratom being one of them. Thanks to the AKA and a number of people, supporters of Kratom, it was actually removed from the final version of that bill before the bill passed. And you can look up that bill today. Uh, That's uh, HB 785 in Georgia. Then in 2018, there was a bill that was proposed and it passed the state house that was meant to form a committee to basically study Kratom and its associated risks. That actually was struck down by the state senate and did not happen. Okay, And then afterwards, um, you know, in 2019, Georgia finally decided to introduce their own Consumer Protection Act. Um, the regulations are pretty similar, if not the same, to the... Uh, other two that we've mentioned so far, you know, clearly labeled products, um, no altering the amounts of metragenine or 7-hydroxymetragenine, um, uh, including the name, no giving to people under 18 years of age. Okay, so now looking at Nevada, there were a few companies in uh, Las Vegas actually that were selling bulk kratom. And 
law enforcement were getting a bit concerned about Kratom because of all these incidents that were being reported that we've kind of touched on the past couple episodes. Um, but also specifically with Kratom that was discovered in Nevada that had been uh, found to consist uh, or to contain salmon, salmonella and heavy metals in 2018, which is super scary. So that actually prompted the discussions in Nevada uh, in the legislature that ultimately, you know, brought Kratom to the forefront of discussion. And they they basically were looking for different routes to, to go. They ended up introducing this bill, AB 303, and it was introduced at the State Assembly in 2019 in March. And the bill was bipartisan, and it had regulation terms for Kratom in Nevada. And then uh, those consisted of Kratom, you know, not to be sold to, pe- to people under 18, had to be labeled, you know, uh, with it saying that it's intended to sell the natural product to the public as a natural product. It's not altered, yada, yada. Um, also details that there's fines for breaking these codes around $1,000, which is around, you know, that seems like all the fines are around 500 or $1,000, give or take, in these states. And so that was approved by the governor in 2019 as well, in June. Looking at Oklahoma, which was the fifth state and the final state to have regulation passed in the country, uh, that was most recently in 2021. They were already, you know, Kratom was already legal, um, but there weren't any regulations. And two state representatives on the Republican side uh, drew up House Bill 1784 in the 2021 legislature. Um, So they introduced this bill, and then shortly afterwards, the House voted on it in May, and it passed with 91 representatives and only one person voting against it. Uh, So lots of approval. When the bill went to the Senate, there were 36 senators that pushed it over the line, and the bill went to the governor for signature, and then it was approved at the end of May. And that was the most recent regulation signed by any governor being approved in the US. Now, when I was doing some research, I came across Oregon. And it, it there was actually a website that said, you know, Oregon to become the sixth state to pass uh, Kratom Consumer Protection Act. But then I couldn't actually find that it was passed, and I finally located the bill, which is House Bill 2646. And it turns out that it was due to pass and become law in Oregon in August, but things took a turn. And so, you know, and this is interesting because it's leading up to this whole FDA asking for comments ahead of, you know, its recommendation to the WHO this fall. So... They, it was a bipartisan effort that introduced the bill to begin with. And the bill had regulations for Kratom, for the Kratom industry, um, also including, you know, mandating universal testing standards. Uh, and so that's interesting. Um, other than that, the bill had a labeling requirement and uh, enforced a minimum age. But the difference was with the minimum age, actually, a, a customer must be at least 21 years of age to purchase or consume the product. So the age is actually 21 there in that bill, not 18. 
Anyone violating that law can receive a maximum of 30 days imprisonment, a $1,250 fine, or both. So, you know, that's a steep punishment, you know? So in June 2021, the House voted and passed the regulations, and not one single member of the House voted against the bill. How often do you see that happening these days? Then the Senate took up the bill, and the bill passed in the Senate, uh, only two voted against it in the Senate. But then in August, the governor vetoed the bill. One of the first few days of August, I think. And it, Governor Katie Brown, who's Democrat. Um, by the way, when I say the political affiliations, I'm just saying it purely for informational. I really don't care either way. I'm just thinking Kratom, you guys. So um, the governor, uh, who's a Democrat, Katie Brown, she said that she vetoed the bill because she felt that the FDA and other federal agencies are better suited to regulate products. That was her reasoning. She said, given there is currently no FDA-approved use for this product, and there continues to be concern about the impacts of its use, I would entertain further legislation to limit youth access without the state agency regulatory function included in this bill. And it's just, that's kind of silly to me because if you're worried about the you know, effects of this thing that you don't understand, obviously, because you haven't bothered to do any research into it. And you say, well, I want to rely on the FDA to regulate it, um, but I'm worried about (laughs) the harm it can cause, so I still think we should have an age limit on it. That's regulation. Like, having an age limit is regulation. It doesn't take, you know, you have bipartisan support you have almost everyone voting for this thing, minus two or three people. Um, how often does that happen, you know? At some point, I feel like a governor needs to kind of look at what they've got in front of them. I mean, it would be making things safer, even if it's a dangerous drug, let's say, for argument's sake. You have a working bill in front of you that everyone's in favor for, virtually everyone's in favor for, that puts eyes on how it's produced, while the FDA is making up their mind. So I just don't get it, you know? I really don't get that decision. Anyway, I thought that all that was super interesting. I love looking at history. Not that this is far back history, but you really learn a lot when you see how things, you know, progress and develop. And um, I just find that interesting. So hope you do too. Uh, Tomorrow, this was a short one, everybody. Tomorrow, I'm going to be reading through some of the comments that are posted publicly uh, to the FDA because I was reading some last night and, oh my God, they were yanking at my heartstrings. It's crazy. Um, So far, I've only unearthed one that was negative. I am searching for more. I'm trying to find some more negative comments about Kratom because I want it to be a well-rounded podcast, as I always say. Um, But it's pretty hard. It's pretty hard to find a negative comment about Kratom. Also, can I just mention once again that this, you know, the comments are meant to be on any one of the several substances that the FDA is going to be making.